welcome to Soul Searching. Welcome to our safe, sunny space. My name is Daniela, and we are back with another episode and with intro music. What? <laughs> Your girl has been doing her homework, watching YouTube videos, because listen, having a podcast is not easy stuff. I know nobody said it was, but it was a rude awakening, okay? That's the beautiful thing about creativity. It's not so much about the outcome or the final result, but more so enjoying the process, learning from it. And if you can enjoy the outcome too, even better. Before we jump into today's episode, yep, you guessed it, we're going to take a deep breath. Have you taken one today? No? Good. Then we're going to take one together. We're going to inhale through our nose and exhale through our mouth. And if you want to sigh it out when you're exhaling, sigh it out. Ready? Slow, long, deep breath in. And release. <sighs> Relax your shoulders, your jaw. Let go of whatever came before this episode, whatever is coming after. And really try to focus on being present. Today's topic is feelings. I know. I know. Immediately no. Next. <laughs> but no, that's exactly why we have to talk about this. Talking about our feelings, showing our feelings is never easy, right? But why? Why does something that should be natural and relaxed cause us to tense up? Why are we so scared when someone mentions this word. Let's look back at a simpler time when we were kids. If we were sad, we cried. If we were happy, we laughed. When did it stop being so easy? Well, there's two probable options. At one point in our lives, we either expressed our feelings and got hurt and said, okay, never doing that again, or we showed our emotions, our sensitivity, and someone made us feel guilty, ashamed, or embarrassed for doing so. And after that, it was all downhill from there. We stopped opening up. We stopped feeling comfortable crying. We started repressing our emotions instead of allowing our bodies to naturally release them. From that day on, we decided we were, quote unquote, in control of our emotions. Personally, I became so good at hiding how I felt 
and ignoring or denying my feelings that I was pretty much on autopilot before starting this journey. Clearly, I was afraid. I felt yucky on the inside and I definitely did not want to open that can of worms. Of course, little did I know I wouldn't be in control. I'm air quoting, but you can't see me. I wouldn't be in control for much longer. When I was going through the combination of what a usual heartbreak feels like, a breakup and a divorce, and the aftermath of an abusive relationship, my mental health was at an all-time low. To say I was an emotional mess was an understatement. The worst part is I was my biggest bully. I was extremely hard on myself. I was judgmental and did not allow myself to feel anything. I wanted to be numb. I didn't want to shed another fucking tear. Crying meant I was weak, that I was hurt. And I wanted to show the opposite. The problem was my body was tired. It was tired of keeping all of those emotions in and tired of hiding them in different places. It was running out of hiding spots for sure. And so that's when things started to spiral out of my control. It was as if my body said, not today. (laughs) And all of my feelings started pouring out. I started to have the most random crying outbursts. I couldn't stop them. I would be crying while I worked in the middle of a conversation with someone, I could not stop them. When I was angry, I was screaming. Everything felt like I had gone from zero to 100 and not in the good way. I was in therapy at the time, and of course I shared this and how frustrated I was at not being able to stop the feelings, I even remember saying to her, I must be really broken if I can't control this anymore. And I was. I was broken. Apart from the severe PTSD I was experiencing, I was completely disconnected from my emotional body. One of the things my therapist said that really stuck with me was, I'm not sure if you've realized this, Daniela, but you're grieving. You need to let yourself grieve. Allow yourself. And I'll get back to that, but after hearing that, I took a few days to rest, 
And so I put on one of my favorite movies, one of my go-to feel-good movies, Something's Gotta Give with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. I won't spoil too much because if you have not watched it, I strongly recommend you do. It's hilarious and Diane Keaton is in it, so need I say more? I think not. But (laughs) in the movie, Diane's character gets her heart broken pretty bad and she goes through it. They show her in various different scenes where she's trying to get through her day-to-day activities and she is struggling because she keeps randomly crying. They show her waking up in the morning, opening her eyes, taking a deep breath, and boom. Reality sets in she's sobbing they show her trying to work on a play she's writing and she's crying again it is by far my favorite part of the movie but I'm sure you can imagine me watching this in this specific moment I was like oh my god I'm Diane Keaton she is me I am her. We're both uncontrollably sobbing at random times. So I sat there thinking, it's funny when I see her do it, but why am I so mad at myself when I do it? Why am I so frustrated? It was as if a light bulb went off. And I decided to try something. Whenever I felt one of these moments coming up, which I didn't really get a warning, but I started to notice some small signs, I'd say, it's okay, Daniela, think of Diane, which started to help. And so that quickly changed to, it's okay, Daniela, you're having a Diane Keaton moment. When I tell you this changed my perspective completely I do not say this lightly I was not only allowing myself to feel but I was no longer being hard on myself for it thanks to this movie thanks to Diane (laughs) I know it's actually her character but it's still hilarious because I saw this portrayed in a comedic way because I saw her character crying as much as she needed to I was able to not take myself so seriously and I started to feel so immensely different it was as if every time I cried or felt whatever I needed to feel I was making space little by little I didn't feel the same tightness in my chest. When I took deep breaths, they didn't hurt as much anymore. Not only that, the fear I had before was disappearing. You know how when you watch a scary movie, which 
I am not a scary movie kind of girl. It's not my cup of tea. But you know how the monster or ghost is only scary while it remains unseen? Once you see it and move your hand from your eyes, or is that just me? That's how I watch scary movies. <laughs> no, but hear me out. Once you see it, aren't you like, oh, okay, that's not that scary. I could watch this. <laughs> this is the same thing. Once you face your fears and see what's behind that door, it's no longer as scary as you thought it was. Once you sit with the uncomfortable feeling, it starts to feel less uncomfortable. Once you act based on love and not fear, everything changes. Look, just because we say we don't want to feel something won't make it go away. On the contrary, it stays longer. It builds up to the point where that door busts open whether you like it or not. And instead of befriending our body, our emotions and the natural process of releasing them, we choose to fight and fight hard in a battle we're destined to lose because we're fighting against ourselves. We have to allow our feelings to be a part of us, not apart from us. We have to acknowledge our feelings with our wholehearted presence and look inside, look at that scary monster in the face and say, I see you, I accept you, and I love you. Because that feeling is part of you, a part that is begging for love and someone who will listen. By embracing our emotions, our vulnerability, our perspective shifts from one of rejection to one of compassion. You become more compassionate with yourself because you understand that it's natural to feel. That means you're human. Congrats. Your body is no longer a prison for your emotions, but instead a safe space where all parts of you are welcome. Just like my therapist said, allow yourself. You are allowed. It's time to set ourselves free, to gift ourselves inner peace, to stop trying to take the shortcut because there are no shortcuts. The only way out is through. What an episode this has been. I'm even sad it's ending. <laughs> but fear not, my beautiful listener, there are more coming. Before bringing this episode to a close, 
I wanted to say I know Monday is Valentine's Day, which is not an easy day for those that are going through heartbreak. But I have two things to say to that. One, there are beautiful things coming your way, way better than what was left behind. Two, I will gladly be your Valentine. (laughs) On that note, I appreciate you so much for tuning in. If you haven't followed me on social media yet, you absolutely should. We dance every Friday. It's pretty fun. Follow me. I'm at Soul Searching with two underscores. Again, thank you for joining me. And I can't wait to see you next time on another episode of Soul Searching.